0: View any place on the planet through Google Earth. And I can even read my Bible the way Craig was doing it and the way I see Richard's doing it. <laughs> and the list can go on and on about our cell phones. And so there are many other things that we can do. But one thing we can't do with these cell phones when we lose the signal. And when we lose that signal, It's chaos. And once you lose that signal, you've got nothing. No communication, no banking, no check on the weather, no directions, no view of the earth, and the list can go on and on. And all this on a signal that bounces from tower to tower, from satellite dish to satellite dish. I don't know if anybody can explain to me how that happens. If you do, it would still be mind-boggling for me. I still won't comprehend how <laughs> everything just operates with that cell phone and with the signals. Yet without understanding how it all works, this invisible signal that's floating around the nurse wall right now with its trillions of bits of information every second which we can't see, touch, smell, or hear. And yet we are so dependent on it. In fact, according to to stats, the average user checks their phone 150 times a day. That's about every six minutes. And the vast majority of people check their phones immediately when they wake up, or during breakfast, and again at night before they go to bed. And every time they check it, what are they depending on? They're being a signal. But what happens when that signal is lost? Our world stops, doesn't it? <laughs> we panic because we can't make a phone call or check our Facebook. And we worry about that sometimes somebody's trying to get a hold of us and they can't reach us. And there's anxiety that comes into our life because we've got no signal. And then we go to the phone shop and we get really angry with the people who are trying to help us to get our signal back. They're trying to help us, and yet we get mad at them. I want my signal. I want my connection. But the signal I want to talk about this morning is not the signal that comes from these gadgets. I want to talk about our spiritual connection. I understand that when my spiritual connection is intact, that I have a connection on a level that you cannot touch see, or hear. But we depend on that signal being there, and we need it. So for so many reasons, my spiritual connection connects me to my Savior and my relationship with Him. I get my worldview from the signal. My financial positions are connected to that signal. I get my direction from it. And there's times I wake up to worship where there's a song in my heart, in my mind because of my spiritual connection. I go to bed at night and rest knowing that he's going to watch over me while I sleep because of that connection. And when that spiritual connection is down, all that stops. And when it stops, we will start panicking in our spiritual life as well. I mean, we sometimes have Fear. Worry, anxiety, doubt, doubt of God's existence, then anger, even angry at, towards God. And sometimes I hear people say things like, I just don't feel connected to God. And it was so spot on this morning, Craig. And sometimes we, we don't feel close to God. And people say, I feel there's something's missing. I feel my prayers are not being heard. I feel so alone. I'm beginning to doubt I'm angry at God and we know that once we stop paying the bill of this gadget things can go wrong you can get cut off if you don't pay your bill especially if you're on contract and if you pay as you go you know you've got to top it up the whole time and so you'll have no more phone calls no messages, no WhatsApps, no banking, you can't check the weather, nothing. All you're left with is a flashlight and a camera. <laughs> That's it. So you have to manage your account if you want that signal to operate and to function. And so can I can ask you some questions this morning. Why should we think it any different when it comes to our connection to God? How many times per day do we touch God? How many times per day do we handle Him or even pick Him up, so to speak, to utilize our connection with Him? 150 times per day? Every six minutes? Every 60 minutes? 60 hours? Six days? Or maybe it's just on a Sunday when you come to church. That's when we connect with God. And we wonder sometimes why it feels like something's missing in our lives. And that our spiritual needs are not being met. And we feel like we are not connected to God. And we're all alone. And we get mad at the people around us for almost no reason at all. And we're losing hope. And we are feeling empty. And we're giving up. God, where are you? your your word doesn't even work for me anymore I can't even stand on your word and your promises to me have fallen short so how many times per day do we touch this gadget but we don't even open the the word of God maybe we do it now and again and yet we think our our signal with God should just be ready the whole time we can just press that button, like we press, if we want to make a call. It's like, okay, God, now you need to function, you need to do whatever I, I command you to do. And that's what we do to ourselves, is we actually command it. We send the signals, the messages, or we make the phone calls, and yet we expect that from God as well. We check the apps on our phones, like the stats said, probably 150 times a day. But we don't touch the applications that God has prepared for our spiritual growth. No time for prayer, no time for worship, no hunger for the Spirit's infilling. It's a lost signal. Folks, I want to say to you now, I'm included in this, so I don't think I'm I'm bashing you. (laughs) I wrote this because of I felt so much emptiness in my life. And I had to say, why? We can't let that signal go down with our connection with God. If you're feeling your, like your connection with God is down, it's time to reconnect. Just like you want to reconnect your phone, let's reconnect with God. It's time to get your heart right with God. Don't let the enemy come and steal from you. Because all he wants you to do is not to get in God's presence. That enemy to talk you out of coming to church. Praying on a daily basis, or reading your Bible yourself, or even worship, worshiping Him without being at church when it's a time for praise and worship. Let's stop holding God at a distance and start making him a priority in our lives. Let's put Him first. Nothing else matters but Jesus in every area of our lives. In Proverbs 3, verse 6, it says, In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. In all your ways, not some of your ways. Well, God, I need your help here, but we make some other decisions without God's decision. And it says, In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And so before you reach for your cell phone in the morning, including me, Let's reach out to him. Lord, I need your help today. Jesus, let my witness add value to someone else's life today. Lord, give me strength to face what I have to face today. That's when we wake up. Let our first thoughts be Jesus. And before we go to sleep, our phone mustn't be our last thing that we touch yes we can say I use my phone to read the Bible, fair enough but are we focused on the Lord before we go and sleep, we might read the Bible then we might go skip to the Whatsapp because we received the Whatsapp after the reading the Bible, let's see what the Whatsapp is all about and that's our last focus Psalm 63 from verse 1 O oh God, you are my God I will seek you earnestly, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh longs for you, as in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. So I've seen you in the holy place, seeing your power and your glory. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. So I will bless you while I live, I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, and think of you in the night watches. And verse 7, Because you have been my help, therefore in the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. The shadow of your wings. In other words, there is a connection there the whole time. I'm staying under his shadow today. But imagine that, guys. Just think about it. To stay pretty close to someone means there's only way you can be in their shadow. I can't be in Craig's shadow if I'm standing here. But if I'm close to, to Craig, I can be in his shadow. And if we're in the shadow of the Lord, we've got to be close to him. Yeah. And he's longing for that. His desire is for us to draw close to Him. And it's interesting the way the Scripture says, if you draw close to the Lord, He will draw close to you. We have to take that step. He is a loving God. He is a Father that loves each one of us. But how much do we desire to spend time with Him in His presence? And that's a connection that God wants with each one of us to be in His shadow. Psalm 27 Verse 4, And one thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all these days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. David wasn't checking his Facebook all day long. He was inquiring in the temple of God. One thing David said, Have I desired of the Lord? He wasn't going to lose that signal. He wasn't going to lose his connection with the throne of God. It's no fun when you feel like God doesn't care. Life is a bummer when you can't feel His presence. Craig, it's all right for me to use that word. Of That's tame. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> his presence. Problems are a lot harder when you can't hear His voice. Sickness and trouble and the stuff of this life are overwhelming when you can't feel Him anymore. We don't have to be in this way. Jesus said in Revelation 3 verse 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. I will come in to him and he will dine with me. And we will dine with Him and He with me. And so if you're feeling disconnected from God this morning, and I think some of you put your hands up, and and I honor you guys for being honest. And Craig said it as well, that some of you are probably like, "Mm, I'm not going to put my hand up. What are people going to think of me? Am I not connected to God? It's not about... You're not not being born again. But sometimes we give our lives to the Lord, but we, we, we distance ourselves from the Lord. We get caught up with so many things in our lives... And those things are hindering us from getting close to God. And if we've got to be honest with ourselves, I think we all should have been standing this morning. <laughs> but we don't have to be that way. And Jesus, He wants to come in your life. He wants to be a part of your life. He's knocking this morning. He's trying to get that connection fixed again, where we've lost that signal. But let me ask an honest question this morning. When was the last time you really spent t- some quality time in prayer with Him? I mean the kind of prayer where you pour out your heart, your heart to Him, where you feel His presence and His anointing come over your life, where tears begin to flow down your cheek because of His presence, because of the encounter you're having with Him. And you don't care if you're weeping or not where you connect a level you've never connected before where you touch him and he touches you and I want to end with this testimony if God can do it for me he can do it for you as well a couple weeks ago we really went through a rough time with the family and just with the project and the the boys were just struggling with them and one night, I just felt the Lord said to me, go into the boys' room and go pray with the boys. They were sleeping. Daddy usually puts them to bed, reads a story with them and prays. And they pray as well. They're getting to a stage where they understand prayer. And even now, when something happens, when they see people, they will say, Jesus, take it our way away. You know, so <laughs> It's so precious. when they just, Their faith just goes out. And I mean, the other day a lawnmower was broken. And they went to dinner and said, Mommy, let's pray for the lawnmower to work. And they prayed. And the next minute the lawnmower started. <laughs> so they came, Mommy, Jesus, fixed the lawnmower. So yeah. And so anyway, they were sleeping and I went in the room. And I just started praying for them, just blessing them. Just speaking over their lives. And eventually I went to lie down on the carpet. And I just got into the presence of God. And God was just showing me various things, but one specific thing it was showing me was I saw like a storm, and I saw like sea waves just bashing against the rocks. And when I got out of that room, guys, and this is the honest truth, and I've shared with some people before that I felt I was in that room five, maybe to ten minutes max. But when I looked at the time, I was there an hour and a half. Just being in the presence of God, and He gave me a scripture. I didn't know the scripture at all, and the scripture was Psalm eighty-nine. I just want to turn you just to see what the Lord, how He spoke to me. Psalm eighty-nine, verse nine. Because now, if you read a couple of verses before that, it's just just glorifying God of who He is, but in the verse nine, it says. You rule over the surging sea. When its waves mount up, you still them. And that just came a reassurance to me. It doesn't matter what I was going to go through in life. It doesn't matter what storm I was facing. Because when you usually go at sea and you see the waves getting rough, you don't want to be in that sea. I'm sure most of you probably watched that movie, The Perfect Storm. You don't want to be there when, it's, when there's a storm. How powerful those waves are. And yet, the other scripture says... He can calm it. We know Jesus' situation when the disciples were on a boat, He calmed the storm. He spoke. And it's just as reassurances came. And that that came because just spending time in His presence. And I long for that. And I say, you know, why must I just do it now and again? I can do it every night. I can do it every time. Every opportunity I have, we can get into the presence of God. And He's waiting for each one of you just like the, in, with, when Adam and Eve sinned, it's interesting that God still came. And He said, Adam, Adam, where are you? And He's saying to each one of you this morning, and He's calling you by name. And He's saying, where are you? It's not that God doesn't know where you are. It's not that God did not know where Adam was. But He longed for that fellowship that they had. That time of intimacy that they had. He longed for that. That's what He was calling out. he's calling out to you. It doesn't matter how we've messed up guys we all mess up and sometimes we think we can't get back into his presence well he's not going to accept me yes he is because of what Jesus did on the cross for us and he's longing, he's waiting for you, he's calling you by name this morning he says I want to connect with you again and some of you have been there, you know what it's like but you've, you've been missing that it's time to reconnect have a signal back In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you that you're a Father that loves us unconditionally. Lord, so many times we can talk about your love, we can share about your love. But Holy Spirit, I pray that you help us to embrace the love of the Father. That we will experience it and make it personal for ourselves. That we won't be able just to talk about it or read about it. But Lord, we will be able to share about it. Nothing else matters but to be in your presence, Lord. Lord, we just look at Martha and Mary and Mary just wanted to be at your feet. Nothing else mattered but just to be at your feet. And so, Lord, we're just crying out to you this morning. Holy, Holy Spirit, help us to reconnect with you. We've been maybe caught up with things in this life and this world. And we might have made... made silly decisions we might have committed sin but Lord we just come and repent before you this morning and Lord as we ask for forgiveness Lord we want to draw close to you help us Lord even every time Lord we, we, we touch our cell phones we operate our cell phones we are thinking about you Lord it's like, Lord, we just want to create a number for you where we can text you, what's up you? Every opportunity we have. Just to acknowledge you, Lord, that you are our king, that you are our savior, that you are our father, that you are our counselor and comforter. And Lord, help us not just to take these things for granted. Help us to draw close to you, Father. Lord, when you we, when we stand on your word and say taste and see that the Lord is good to be under your shadow Lord we want to be close to you we want to hear you Lord we want to experience you come in your fullness Holy Spirit and touch our hearts right now open up the floodgates of heaven Lord and pour out this morning Lord let us us not be the same the way we came in this morning the way we are going home today but Lord that we will say that we have had an encounter with you come Holy Spirit just minister to us right now Lord where there is the brokenness Lord bring the healing where there is sickness Lord bring the healing Where there is sin, Lord, help us to come to a place of repentance. Thank you for your presence this morning, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.